Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another Kingdom Culture episode. Connecting with the Philippines or with DJ Honey Love. Great to be part of this ministry. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to be talking about Kingdom Preparation. It's time. Okay, folks. Hey, once again, thanks for tuning in. We've got people listening all over the world, people watching all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you're getting something out of this. Leave me some comments. Uh, We've already got some messages from folks. And so it's really been good to hear. And uh, it's all about equipping the saints. I'm learning. I hope you're learning as well. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the importance of being prepared as followers of Jesus Christ. Now, I say followers of Jesus Christ a lot, and the reason why I say that is because the title Christian gets thrown around in many directions to the point where with some people it doesn't even hold any value anymore, you know, because someone will say, hey, I went to a church the other day. Yeah, I'm a Christian, I think. Are you saved? I I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about it. No one's ever taught me, you know, kind of like Philip in the Ethiopian eunuch. He was reading the scrolls. Philip went over. And uh, he said, how can I understand this? Because there's, when there's no one here to teach me how to read it. So key thing missing there. I know I went a little rabbit trail for a split second. Poof. No, <laughs> but anyway, you know, learning how to be a Christian, learning what we're supposed to be doing as followers of Jesus Christ. All that stuff is very important. It's key that we learn these things. That's what the kingdom preparation is all about. Sound good? Okay, so remember, followers of Jesus Christ or the disciples were first called Christians. You can look that up in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. It says, then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people And then it says it was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. And of course, once again, the name Christian was given because the disciples were followers of Jesus Christ. And of course, the goal was to become more Christ-like. As a follower of Jesus Christ, our goal should be become more Christ-like. We should have those gifts, right? The spiritual gifts, the fruit of the spirit. We should have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That should be a part of our Christian walk. As part of our preparation, those should be applied to our lives. Very important. And I'll teach on that another time. So you can look at the Christian as being a follower of Jesus Christ, just the same way you can look at the apprentice to a priest you know, or even to working. Some of you live in countries where you have, you might have a carpenter and he has someone working with him. Well, that one working with him is an apprentice, like a disciple who works to learn the trade. You know, disciples were taught how to walk confidently in the kingdom of God. They walked with confidence most of the time. At first, when they were with Jesus and they were still being trained up, it was a little bit hard, but they learned And then, of course, when Jesus went to be with the Father, that's when they learned through the power of the Holy Spirit. And after Jesus went to be with the Father, then they studied the scriptures. They went about doing kingdom works, right? They were healing those who were oppressed of the devil, preaching, teaching, feeding the hungry, 
They were sharing and doing what Jesus had taught them. And you can read all about that in this amazing book, right? Okay, I'm, I'm touching the Bible. I've got a stack of Bibles. I've got some other study material on the desk that I'm going to be sharing with you folks. So now we have access to do the same, and that's very important. We have the same access that they did. Sure, Jesus isn't with us, but we have the Holy Spirit within us. When you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you get the Holy Spirit. So keep that in mind. Within you, living within you, a part of your life, your spiritual man. Then you're supposed to, you get into the word, right? Now we have access to this Bible, right? We've got access to it. So now we can learn the who's, the what's, the where, the when's, and the how's to do the same. And what they did, we can also do. We just have to read it, walk in faith, and believe it, and step out and do it. Does that make sense? I know it's easier said than done. Some of you are like, yeah, 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 that's, shoot. It's easier to say it than it is to do it. But when you have faith and you get in there and you dig into that word, folks, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't dig into the word and learn about what God has for me, what God wanted to use me for. I don't look at it like Stephen Lewis is doing this. I look at it like God is using me to reach you. Yep, you right there, listening to me with your headsets on, listening to me in your car, listening to me in the comfort of your own home, wherever you're at or wherever you're watching. This message is for you, okay? And, you know, we look at the Bibles. We've all got Bibles everywhere. I've, you know, I've goofed off and act like I was blowing dust off of them and all kinds of things. We all have the Word of God. I know if you don't, let us know. You know, but why have this if we're not even going to bother to open it and learn and learn about Jesus and learn about what he did all the way through this? This word of God talks about Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All the way through it, you can read about Jesus all the way through it. Very important. You know, we can look at Joshua 1.8. Let's just jump right in. Joshua 1.8 says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Key passage in that. And of course, at that time, they were talking about the Pentateuch. Okay, and that's the first five books of Moses. Okay, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. The first five books of the Bible, you can actually purchase them. I've got it right here. Okay, you can see that or not. It's trying to focus on everything else but me. Okay, the first five books of Moses. So it says right here, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Boom. So you can, when Joshua right? And the Israelites, all they had was the scrolls back then. Okay. And then of course, Moses dictated those ones. He wrote those inspired by God, the first five books of the Bible. So they had the law, they had instruction, just as it says, study this book of instruction. They had all the laws back then. They had the 10 commandments, but then they had all the laws and everything else that was written down so they could pass that on from generation to generation. And the key part in that is, once again, 
Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Well, the same can be said for us for the entire book, right? We can get in this word. We can learn. We can study it. We can find out why this happened, why that happened, what happens when this takes place, what happens when that takes place. It's all in here, folks, all in the word of God. I want to just encourage you to just dig in. It's so important. If you don't get anything out of what I'm sharing, read your Bible. If you don't know where to start, I'm just going to say it right now. Start in the book of John. The book of John, full of love, nothing but love, the love book. Get in there. Start with the first chapter. Take your time. Read it. If you don't understand a word, look it up. Very important. Okay? So, Here's the deal. As we read God's word, we learn about life, love, victory, salvation, and so much more, so much more. The greatest commandments, how to love others, how to treat others, even when they have wronged us or vice versa, how we treat them when we've wronged them. We learn about forgiveness, eternity, our spiritual walk, and even how to share about Jesus with others. That's powerful, folks. But it all starts in these pages, okay? It all starts in these pages. Got to get the page sound going in there, right? It all starts in these pages. You can't get, for example, you can't get through school if you don't do your schoolwork, correct? How many of us have been and attended some type of school, even if it was just grade school, grade 1 through 12, or whatever we may have done for schooling, we could not have gone as far as we did if we did not study and read and learn what we were being taught. You know, well, it's definitely hard to get through life if we do not take the time to read our Bibles as followers of Jesus Christ. It's so important. We'll go and read about all these different things and science and all this stuff, but we won't even take the time to pick up the word of God, man inspired by God. God chose men, spoke into them through the Holy Spirit. They wrote these words. They penned these words. Even the apostle Paul writing to all those churches, we can take what we've learned, what he wrote down to those churches, and we can also learn and apply it to our lives. We can learn about love, how to truly love, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude, doesn't demand its own way. It is not irritable and keeps no record of being wrong. You know what I mean? And it just, ah, as you're thinking about that, you're just taking this into your spirit, man. And it's just like, I want to be able to live like that. I want to be able to represent Jesus. What you can when you dig into this word, you get into that word. It's your responsibility. It's not someone else's responsibility just to keep reading it to you. It's your responsibility to get in there, get a notebook, take some notes, dig in there, learn about certain people in the Bible, learn about Jesus, learn about the apostles, the disciples. There's so many amazing things in this book. I can't explain it enough. I can't explain it enough. I just can't. Uh, it's just amazing, you know? Okay, so 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All scripture is inspired by God, and it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Hmm. 
God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Kingdom preparation, folks. Kingdom preparation right there. God uses his word to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. You want to do something good? You want to do something amazing? You want to do something jam-packed with love behind it? You get in this word and you read it and you learn how they did it. You learn how Jesus did. You learn the examples, showing love, not worrying about what you're going to get in return. You know, not making these videos and saying, what's in it for me? You know, but making these videos and saying, what's in it for the Lord? I want these videos. I want these podcasts to point to Jesus Christ, not to Steve Lewis. Very important. You know, the word of God equips, you know, do you consider yourself to be God's people? Then you probably should consider reading the word, right? You know what I mean? And for some of you, you're already doing this. So this is, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. Some of you are just like, Steve, I already know, yada, yada, yada. I'm already reading my Bible, man. Chill. But take this podcast, take this video, and share it with some friends who maybe aren't there yet. You know, and just show them. It's amazing. You'll get into the Word or you listen to it. I've got an MP3 player in the vehicle. I listen to the Bible. So you'll listen to some passages. And before you know it, you're like, wait a minute. I want to go home and study that one. I'm going to study that passage because that just spoke to me this morning. And you just dig in and you go from there. And it's amazing what you can learn from the Word of God because it cuts deep. You know, just like Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. That means it's powerful. It cuts deep to expose, nurture, bring peace, healing, and restoration. It breaks down walls and men's brokenness. That's this. Think about it. Wouldn't you want that? That's like the first aid kit of life. This is the only one you're going to need. You know what I mean? What I just said to you just now, this right here, the word of God. Folks, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm, I just keep holding my Bible. I've got this one Bible that has the leather cover on it and I just love the feel of it. But I'm just hanging on to it and just saying, oh, wouldn't you want to get this in your spirit, man, in your soul, in there? Get it in your body. Get that word in. You know, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes by hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. Very important. But that doesn't mean hearing means you just sit in the pews or you sit somewhere and you just listen to someone else reading to you. No, it's also getting into it yourself, whether you're reading it aloud or whether you're reading it in quiet. You know how that voice is. You can hear your voice when you're reading. You're still hearing the word of God. Get that in your spirit. Oh, man, get that in your soul. You want to sit back and have a hunger for the word of God like you hunger for food, your favorite food. What's your favorite food? Think of it right now. Picture your favorite food. Let's say I'm going to picture pound cake. I love pound cake. Picture pound cake. Oh, man, and a glass of milk. Yummy, right? Well, now picture the word of God, healing, restoration, salvation, 
eternity. Man, get that in your spirit, man. You will be relevant in the kingdom of God. You will be relevant. You'll be able to get in that word. The Holy Spirit will give you a word for someone. You'll get on and share something. And someone else will say, that was meant for me. Kingdom related, kingdom connections. You know, what God did back then with the apostles and what the apostles did when they walked on the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll be able to do those same things in today's day and age. That's the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. <laughs> Sound good? You know, you know, so my main goal in this episode was to make sure I emphasize on how important it is to get in the word of God. It brings strength and spiritual growth in your life. And you, have you ever done something for someone? Have you ever done something and you get this self-accomplishment? You just feel like, man, I did that for them. You know, or growing up as a kid, you did something for your parents and your parents came home and said, who did that? And you tell them it was you and they're proud of you and you're just excited and you just feel good. Well, can you imagine if you just say, you know what, I'm not going to wait for somebody else to say, hey, let's read our Bible together. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to get into the word and I want to learn. I want to learn about Joseph. My gosh, Joseph. I love that man. The story of Joseph, the best. You know, you go into Genesis chapter 38, read about Joseph's life. You will read about a young man who had a dream. God gave him a dream. He saw what possibly was going to happen to him in the future. And then he went through hell. But as he was going through hell, all the different things, the ups and downs he was going through, the Lord was still with him and he had the Lord's favor everywhere he went. No matter whether you're going through ups and downs, no matter when you're down, you stay focused on the Lord. When you're up, you stay focused on the Lord. When you're down, you stay focused on the Lord. And God raised him up to be a mighty, mighty man of God. I don't want to spoil the story of Joseph, but that's a powerful story. I love it because it gives you hope when you're reading it and you get into it. And it's not just a, a Sunday school story. It's the story of a mighty man of God that God chose and put in place to be who he called him to be at the right time. That's what it's all about. You know, very important. So, you know, I'll continuing on. So another thing that may come up, you know, I'm talking about Bibles. You know, some of you may be thinking, you know, what translation should I use, Steve? You know, you make it sound so easy. You can pick up the King James or you pick up the new King James. There's the English Standard Version, the Amplified Version, the New Living Translation. There's all these different translations. I'm confused. Help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, for starters, if you're serious about getting into the word, I want to recommend this book right here. Great book. Okay. You can see that right there. I'll get that zoomed in for you. Okay. And this one's called how to choose a translation for all it's worth. And the book is by Gordon D fee and Mark L Strauss. And I'll put a little note up there for you, but this is a great book. If you're serious about wanting to dig into the word of God and you want to find the right translation for you, this breaks it down. It goes in there. It talks about the different translations. It tells you why certain translations are written a certain way, why other ones are written another way. 
You know, what was the first Bible? You know, all these different things. So this is a great book. I recommend that. Okay. And maybe I'll do a teaching on it sometime. Uh, another thing. So once you find the translation, you know, making sure something it's some you have to make sure it's something you can actually comprehend. Okay. Very important. You've got to be able to comprehend what you're reading. Otherwise, you're just rattling off words. Okay. For me personally, my favorites are like the New Living Translation. I like the English Standard Version. I like uh, the New American Standard is another good one I like. I just picked up one, um, the church that I go to. Um, it is the King James Version, but it's called the King James Version ER, Easy Read. Okay. Beautiful Bible. Uh, basically, when you're reading it, it has the King James style writing and except it took out the these, thous, and thus. Okay. Because you know, Jesus Christ did not speak in Elizabethan English. I don't know if they taught you that yet or not, but that's a little keynote to remember. So it's finding the translation you can understand, but also one of the things my dad recommended to me years ago, and I recommend that to everybody else is it's nice to have more than one translation. There's also a Bible called the Parallel Bible, which it has more than one translation, and they'll be in columns in the Bible. So you can compare the scriptures, you can read and say, oh, Jesus said this, and then this one, it says Jesus said this. It's the same thing, but it's worded a little bit differently, and you can understand it better. So that's important, too. So getting the right Bible translation for you that you can understand is very important. And also, I want to show you even little things like Bible dictionaries, okay? Getting the, like the Nelson's Compact Series, Compact Bible Dictionary. That's great to have, okay? In there, it's got all the words, the breakdown of words, the breakdown of names, places. That's a really nice tool to have when you're getting into studying the Word of God, okay? You don't want to get too crazy with 50,000 books, but study books are great. I've got these Warren Wiersbe study Bible series. Uh, great. Excellent. Okay. Warren Wiersbe, great study teacher, great Bible teacher. Uh, you can go through and take your time and go through different books of the Bible. Very important. But I want to tell you something, especially now in 2021, one of the most important things that I want to tell you is what I was reminded of by the Holy Spirit last year. And I've mentioned it before on here. Focus on God, not on man. So important. Okay. I had to look on my shelf, bookshelf again and purge my bookshelf. I had to go through my bookshelf again because I had too many books by men and not enough of just having the word of God. Okay. When you've got 500 books on your shelf, it's, it's too much distraction reading what this guy thinks about this, what this guy thinks about that, instead of reading the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you and talking with other people and sitting down and doing Bible studies and getting into the word of God, the most important word you will ever read. Very important. Okay. So I want to make sure I tell you guys that, um, there's different Bible companions you can get that go along with the Word of God. If you go to certain study Bibles and study books and things like that, make sure you know who the author is. 
Some believe a certain way, some believe a different way. So make sure you find out their background before you go reading the commentary sections at the bottom because it may be a certain way that might not align with the Word of God. And you'll know that as you read certain things. And uh, But the basic thing to remember is it's on you. Take some responsibility, get in the Word, get kingdom prepared by preparing yourself. And when the Lord sees that you're digging in and learning more about him, he'll give you some more. He'll give you some insight. He'll send you people your way. You'll learn more about the Lord. It's so important. Stay focused on Jesus Christ, him crucified, raised from the dead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one. Ask Jesus Christ into your life, and it's more than just doing the prayer, of course, but I tell you what, praying, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I repent. I want to follow you. I want you in my life. Save me, Lord. I know you're the son of God. I know you came down. I know the three of you are in one and it can get confusing, but I'm telling you right now, Lord, I need you. Show me what to do and go from there. It's time to get kingdom prepared, folks. You know, I was in the military for eight years and we went to basic training. We got out of basic training. Then we went to tech school and learned about our profession. And then we got out of tech school and we did our job. We got into what we were called to do in the military. Same thing. You get into this word. Learn what God wants you to do. What are we supposed to be doing on this earth? Kingdom-minded people, kingdom-prepared, doing it for the Lord. Sound good? I hope this helps somebody out there. It definitely helped me. Hey, listen, I love you guys. I appreciate all of you all around the world. And uh, this is being aired over in the Philippines too, by the way. So, hey, love you folks over in the Philippines. Thanks again, DJ Honey Love, for connecting and uh, awesome stuff. Kingdom culture, folks. That's what it's all about. Hey, let's go ahead and pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity, as always, just to be able to reach people all around the world. I do not take this for granted, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. But, Lord, as we talk about kingdom culture and we're talking about kingdom prepared, I want to just pray for all those out there that are struggling with reading your word, that people will come alongside them and help them to get into the word, help them to be encouraged into reading and taking the time out to learn more about you, Lord to blow the dust off their Bibles, and to read about all the mighty, powerful things in your word. So, Lord, we pray right now for all those who are hurting and suffering. We pray for all those that don't have, that they will have one day. We just thank you, thank you, thank you for all my listeners and watchers out there. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. Hey, kingdom culture. All right, we're going to be kingdom prepared get into the word folks hey if you live in the united states and you need a bible let us know we'll try to contact some churches that are near you so that you can get a bible okay and if you're overseas let us know we've got to find some connections over there so that people can get bibles as well because right now in the world 2021 shipping is a little expensive a little crazy so we'll have to figure something out with that but there's no reason why you can't have a bible get into the word you take that time you read it there's people out there in this world that are living off of one or two pages of the scripture underground churches 
just doing what they need to do to get a piece of what God has. And here we are, average American family has two or three Bibles in their house. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with having some Bibles in your house, different translations, things like that. Just make sure you're reading them. You know what I mean? And that just put me in check too, because I've got to go through and check my shelves and thin out a few and do the same thing. So, hey, with that being said, thanks for tuning in. Hey, God bless you all, all around the world. Love you all. Don't forget to get over to YouTube and subscribe. You can also just, hey, subscribe over on the uh, any uh, podcast app over on Instagram. Check me out and uh, just want to reach out, be a blessing. I'd love to hear from you folks. It's always great to hear from someone. We can make communicate back and forth. Sound good? Hey, with that being said, love you all. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Peace.